0: A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective. Christianity provides a comprehensive view of the world. Christianity
1: is a worldview. Worldviews are the grids. They are the lenses. Through which
2: we frame all of reality. <laughs> Are we on? Yeah, we started recording.
0: Okay, smooth start to 2020. Um, welcome to the Black Brio podcast. This is episode 55. It's myself, Kingsley, and I'm in the studio with Mary. And we've got a special guest, don't we? Who's our special guest today?
3: Hi everyone, I'm Daniella. <laughs>
2: You've <laughs> been on the pod before, Feminine Appeal. It's been a long time. Episode twenty something. Mm. Yeah. How you been?
3: I'm good. I'm tired. I'm good. Tell
2: I'm good. us about yourself. I'm sure you did a small yeah. intro in the last one, but I don't remember. I,
3: um, I'm an ordinary person. I okay. Think work on. an ordinary job, and I'm just here to support. <laughs> <laughs> Kingsley, how you been?
0: Yeah, good man. Good. Uh, 2020 started busily, um, but yeah, excited for the new year. Do you have those kind of like feelings? Excited, just it's normal.
2: Worried. Before work started, I think I was very like I think I did I did a good reflection. Okay. Then like yeah, I started a year and even like the sermon I heard before the year was more like you don't know what's promised but God will be with us. Um. So now coming back into work, it's like ah, almost a mundane and then trying to have those big picture views can be quite hard. Um. Mm. But no, like January comes with hope, so I am still feeling quite hopeful mm. and. Yeah, see what happens. What about you, Daniela?
3: I I really started this year thinking time has just continued. Like I didn't really feel that whole, you know, super hopeful not that I don't have hope, but like that, oh, this is a new year, things are gonna change. Mm-hmm. Sort of attitude. But um that's actually started to come as the month has progressed. But mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, when work kicks in you're like, Rah, oh, I'm here again. Yeah. <laughs> Nine to five. It yeah, feels very so, yeah. like <laughs>
2: routine when it's just oh it dulls everything. Yeah. But yeah. But, yeah. Okay.
0: exactly we move all right so this episode um speaking of new things and things potentially changing we're gonna discuss um clothing modesty sunday best and all of them things there um we're gonna like try to pick it apart explore it a little bit and we Mm -hmm. brought daniela here specifically for that reason i don't Um, know why so 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 what daniela failed to to explain when as she gave her her very modest um Oh, I see introduction. what you did there. <laughs> see what <I> d- <laughs> um, is that Daniela also um, has a sort of a little a modeling portfolio growing, doesn't she? So she's mm. Just
2: don't know what you're Instagram about. following is oh, when this uh, you you've got to put yourself out there You never I know do, who might I wanna do. book you. Do not want to plug the Instagram profile? Okay, cool, fine then don't do that.
3: I mean, okay, no, follow me, Dan Trillington. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah so jumping straight in uh this idea of sunday best when i'm thinking of sunday the best i'm thinking of like suits ties formal dresses hats and that kind of thing um so what are your instant thoughts about sunday best is that a good thing bad thing are you with it against it
3: mm, i think it's a good thing i do think it's a good thing but um it can be quite restrictive for some they hear that and they think judging going to be judged on oh, okay. how I show up to church. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm restricted in terms of what I can wear. But I do think Sunday best is, in principle, is quite nice. Yeah. Where do mm-hmm.
0: you think the principles are drawn from? Where has that sort of, like, stemmed from? That Giving best? God
2: your best. Mm. Almost that idea of, like, I don't know. I don't actually know where it comes from. But that <laughs> idea of, like, we God is serious. Yeah. So we should be serious. Okay. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't, like, go to work out and, like, dress... Tattoo, so why should you do that mm. in church, Mary?
0: Was there a reason why you, you squeezed your face when you said <laughs> <laughs> your, your stuff? Is, is
2: like, so I became a Christian what 17, 18, 19. Okay, and the first church I was going to, they were very, very Sunday's best, like mm-hmm. everyone dressed up. And I remember, like, I'm not a fashionable person generally, let me, let's be honest with myself, it's not true.
0: Um, so we've seen you at the live shows,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's uh-huh. when I get my stylish. Ah. Ah. um, and so they just dressed up, and I felt the pressure, but right. I got the idea of. Yeah, like we need, to, we should be nice. Like God has created us. God is, God likes beauty. We should be beautiful, so forth. Um, but like when I would wear my jeans and Vans, that's beautiful to me. So why can't I wear mm-hmm. it? Um, okay. So yeah, I don't know. What do you think?
0: So I've 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 probably done the full spectrum, in mm-hmm. it. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! I I um I came at one point um and I I think for me my first interactions with a sound church was one where I imbibed also the culture of the church as well as the doctrine of the church and mm-hmm. so you see people that you um admire in the faith mm-hmm. and whose faith you respect kind of like Hebrews kind of like eleven kind of all of faith kind of thing yeah um and you take on maybe not even consciously some of their practices and habits and that, mm-hmm. that came with like wearing the suit wearing the tie and all of that. Um, and as time has progressed and as I think I've com- become more grounded in uh, biblical truth, um, I think I've been able to explore other parts of my sort of personality outwardly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's resulted in me being a bit more comfortable dressing, um, not with suits and not mm-hmm. with ties. Daniela face straight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but I, I'm wondering... I'm wondering because I've got I've got friends who have made like comments um, in the past about a number of different churches about dress codes and like sometimes when mm-hmm. you invite them to church they're like oh what, do I have to wear side. yeah do I have to like dress for an interview like comments yeah. like that so yeah, do yeah. do you think Sunday Best culture can prohibit pre-evangelism which is kind of like just getting people into the church to hear the gospel?
1: Mm.
3: Um, I do think I do think to some extent it does because people already have this perception of church as. I need to make myself ready, I need to make myself good before I can even come near the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes feeds into just our outward appearance and people asking questions like, oh, don't need to wear a suit and tie, dress like I'm going to an interview. It um, undermines that that message of come as you are. Yeah, um, The Lord isn't concerned as much as you think he is with your outward appearance. Um, and all of these surface level things that you do is more concerned with your heart, and so I think it can be, and like as well, just on a basic level, for people who, um, for people who have a perception of Christians as judgy, as uppity, this whole okay, you come with your regular jeans—that's good enough for every other member of uh, every other person in your life. Your jeans and your T-shirt, because you don't have that like fancy clothes. Mm-hmm. That's not good enough for us. So you have to come with something else. I think it can mm. prohibit that but
2: yeah yeah i think mm-hmm. it can as well it, um like i've i've been in like circles where people are like yeah you, you need to dress formal to church and it's like no nah, just come mm. like okay wash your jeans and wash your top but mm-hmm. come <laughs> type thing and, I, and it always reminds me there's this lyric lyric by Lecrae, crane he talks about um <laughs> wear a suit and tie go to seminary by then, my boys will die and it's that idea mm. of like i need to get ready but it's like there's an urgency of the gospel that we should be mm-hmm. like whatever you want to wear just just come yeah. um and i think also it can actually come oh, I can never say that word, compartmentalize um, Christianity. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, it's, it's like God wants you just on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Wear whatever you want the other days, but Sunday, yeah. that's when you need to be serious with God. And it's like, yeah. actually, no, every day of our lives, we should want mm-hmm. to please and honor him. Um, so yeah, so I think people should wear, and I think, I was having a discussion with someone because they were like, someone could actually wear like, a football jersey, tracksuit and yeah. trainers and that's their best because mm-hmm. right. it's fly, it's new, it's mm-hmm. it's 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 that's, that's what they want. Like wearing a suit is not their best because mm-hmm. they wear that 5 days in a week. Like exactly. wearing their latest drip yeah. is actually see I try to cool drip. <laughs> <Eesh>. <laughs> wearing that is like is that that's their best.
3: <laughs> and you know what as well, yeah. So a lot of us work in like, what corporate or jobs that require us to wear some level of formal clothing. Yeah. You're wearing that 5 times out of the out of 7. You know, and your shirts are dirty, they're the wash. <laughs> well, you can wash it on the front. You okay. can wash it, Certainly no you now. can, but truth be told, it's less strenuous, you just <laughs> pick something, it's a bit more casual. Yeah.
0: Let, let's also add that people who tend to work corporate jobs have more than one suit. And more than I get it. Okay. They have like that's have enough. Of, <laughs> but they've
3: worn. They've worn how many of them during the week? Is okay, it? we hear you. you I'm just saying. On we a practical level, you. I'm just saying. People
2: should just wear what they want to wear. Like Absolutely. I feel like if you want to wear suits, then wear suits. But if you want to wear tracksuit bottoms and a jumper and a, and a hat, wear it. You're literally
3: wearing jeans only on Saturday. <laughs> You're wearing jeans only on Saturday. They last
0: long. That's tiring. <laughs> Okay so pulling that back You guys have made some comments that I'm interested to unpack mm-hmm. um, Do you make judgments of people On the basis of what they wear Is that a legitimate thing to do Yes You do mm-hmm. Mary just you. yes or no Yes Okay so Do you, Do I Yeah Absolutely <laughs> So if, if If a min If you're, you go to a church mm-hmm. And it's time now to sit down Service about to start Let's say it's a Sunday morning And you're visiting For whatever reason And then mm-hmm. you I was like to get around Other churches No nah, I don't Um
2: Okay <laughs> Is that not true? Let's Where? move on
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kingston said You don't stay in your church you just go."
0: <laughs> well I was thinking of Relationships with other churches oh, And that kind of thing mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you serve at serve oh, Other churches Okay Okay mm, Yeah Yeah. sure Anyway um, Point being So Minister comes up now Man comes up to the the Whatever their um, What's that word thing? Pulpit, pulpit. Yeah pulpit mm. A man comes to the pulpit and he's dressed in. Uh, let's see what I'm wearing today. Okay. He's got Air Maxes, tracksuit um, bottom. Yeah, Just some like tracksuit bottoms, um, black jumper. Mm. What's your What's your thoughts? This guy's Do you have cool. one?
2: This guy's cool. Me, <laughs> right? This guy's wavy. He's a cool preacher, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'll be excited to. I'm always going to say okay. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, this guy's going to come and put rap a song or something. <laughs> like,
3: there, I think there's a medium. There's a medium to be. And there's ground to be achieved, I okay. think. Because, okay, so in my church, there's a particular culture, there's a particular dress culture at my church. It's not as um, strict now, but okay. And I think your clothes do reflect something of, they do reflect your attitude towards whatever task, whatever place you're going to. Mm-hmm. Not to right. say that wearing tracksuit bottoms and a jumper and trainers is inappropriate, but I do think, considering the gravity and the position of a preacher it might it might be misconstrued Mm -hmm. like it might people might believe that you're not taking maybe that office as seriously if you're coming to preach on a Sunday but then again that could be my culture the culture that I've kind of grown up in um doesn't mean that invalidates anything that comes out of his mouth or that suggests that he is irreverent Mm -hmm. but yeah, that could that just could be the culture, the cultural framework that I have that I'm using to interpret that. Okay. But
2: I'd, yeah, I would be like,
3: mm.
2: <laughs> my guy, <laughs> what? like, what's going well, on? If that was in your, <laughs> but if you went to another church, because they might have another yeah. culture. Have another culture. Yeah, so cool. Their culture might be that everyone's actually very casual. has right. mm-hmm, been in their mm-hmm. history. So if you came in a suit, it's like, is this guy actually okay? Like, why you you know Jeans and so a serious?
3: shirt, I might be like, yeah, okay. But tracksuit just seems a bit
2: like I'm going to lick my boys. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, I just feel like <laughs> and preach the word. No, okay, I get what you're saying. you're saying. Like, so every church has a some sort of culture, mm-hmm. yeah. and to almost go against that for one reason could be—I don't want to say offensive. That seems quite extreme, but could be quite like strange, essentially. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that them wearing that, that that kind of takes away from how they're viewing the preaching of the word. Absolutely. Okay. What would you think, Kingsley? Would you say, ah? Uh...
0: Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm like similar. I think you okay. need to dress specifically when we're talking about the person who's preaching and teaching you Mm -hmm. need to dress in a way that um communicates that you're taking what you're doing seriously Mm -hmm. but that needs to be informed by the understanding that your church have exactly particular dress so if you go to a congregation which is largely old who probably therefore will have more um conservative views Mm on what's appropriate dress then in those circumstances just wear a suit. Yeah. If you're in a environment where you know that people don't think necessarily the only thing that can communicate gravitas is a suit, mm-hmm. but they're more willing to see other expressions of that, mm-hmm. then wear what you feel comfortable. Yeah. With. And I stress that because if you still feel comfortable with a suit, you should wear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you feel comfortable in another way, you should. I think what you want to do in that position is try to dress in such a way that people aren't thinking about what you're wearing. Exactly. Okay, so it's not distracting. Yeah. So it should yes. be the word. Um, now maybe slightly different now with uh, someone who is a church member or attendee or someone coming into the church Mm -hmm. so that we all said that we do make judgments of people based on what they wear Mm -hmm. um are we saying that so that's legitimate is that like when when people say oh don't judge me because of what I'm wearing is that a wrong thing that for people to say or is there a way that you can judge that's appropriate and a way that you can't judge that's inappropriate
3: I think it depends on how fixed our judgments are. Okay. Because um, we naturally do judge people. Judge, judgment is like a natural human like processing. A natural um, part of human processing. We have to make judgments in order to to come to quick conclusions about things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. So naturally, if I see someone wearing a particular outfit, I'm going to come to all sorts of conclusions. Mm-hmm. However, it's how fixed those judgments are. If I've now seen someone come to church in... Something I would consider is a bit too casual or not appropriate. Um, is that judgment fixed after I speak to them? After I get to know what their heart is, their attitude towards church, their attitude towards coming to service on a Sunday, like how how willing how willing am I to kind of allow my judgments to be changed? Malleable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How malleable are they? So, um, yeah, that's me.
2: Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Mm. I think for me, if so, if someone came into like a service on a Sunday and they were, I would say like immodest in a way that's just, I just can't even like it's just it's just flagrant basically. Right. Um, yeah. Um, I think I would maybe assume that this person's either a new believer or unbeliever. Okay. Um, or, and immature that, or immature in the mm. faith type thing. Um, but apart from that, I can't really think of any other examples where like. I would be thinking, mm, like I would be judging them. Because right, I feel like yeah. you can just wear anything yeah. in, a, in, like, in terms of going to a church. Like unless, mm. so even if you're just wearing tracksuit, I wouldn't be like, oh, this guy's an unbeliever because mm-hmm. he's a roadman. I don't know, yeah, like I yeah, just, yeah. it would. I think I can only really think of extremes that would give me like a yeah. judgment to say, okay, I need to speak to this person afterwards because yeah. they're not a believer or they're right. a believer.
0: I think on your opposite side of the spectrum as well, I think when we um, are too quick to make judgments on the basis of a person's attire, we can actually make a mistake of thinking that a person doesn't need to be ministered to. So yeah. someone comes wearing a suit mm. and you have the presumption that, okay, Taking things seriously. they're a Christian, Every, yeah, yeah. They're a Christian <laughs> um, everything's fine there. Actually, that might be um, based on a misunderstanding of what God wants from his people, that yeah. the outward expression is more important and that they might be, um, as that like, Jesus talks with the Pharisees, there might be a whitewashed tomb. It yeah. might be fantastic on the outside, and there's so much corruption happening on the inside. Yeah. Um, so if we, if we're yeah, too quick to do that, too quick to go, who you are is determined by what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Then we miss the opportunity to minister to that particular person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And yet, having said that, who you are, uh, who you are, um, is communicated in some ways by how you choose to dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we touched on a little bit of like. New believer, immature believer, mm-hmm. um, unbeliever in terms of dressing. I'm wondering, should sanctification, so the process by which a Christian grows in conformity to Jesus, that is putting to, uh, bringing to life um, virtues of the Christian faith and putting to death um, sins of the fleshly being, mm-hmm. that whole process, should that affect the way someone chooses to dress? Yes. Does it affect? How does it affect? Uh, what are you thinking about as you're growing yeah, as mm. yeah. a
2: Christian um, I think of course just growing in Christ and being more holy every day will affect every area of our lives um in terms of just how we think how we work how we love how we like every area of our lives um so I think even in your clothing um that should and, mm-hmm. and the thing is someone might become a Christian today and five years down the line they dress the same right mm-hmm. but yeah there's a the, even the thinking through their mind of, yeah, am I dressed in a way that pleases God? Um, so the, and almost am I dressed in a way that almost adorns the doctrines of Christ? Mm. And, um, or am I dressed in a way that is being very like attention-seeking, self-serving, mm. and almost communicates a message that isn't focused on on making much of God? Mm. Um, so I think yeah, that will. So I think a lot of times it, it, it even impacts your motivations as well. So it it really does impact your heart, and then that has the impact on your clothing choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, th- I think it does. I think it does. It must do. Um, Danny, what do you think?
3: Um, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. They away from anything you said.
2: Um, so, yeah, so even if you're thinking of like, yeah, I think for women, when we think about modesty, we can just clearly say that modesty will have maybe a greater impact practically on women mm-hmm. um of course it is <laughs> did you just put your head
0: up yeah for the viewers <laughs> daniela looked to the daniela heavens said, ah! for help <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. I, I do um, i do
2: think men should be modest as well because it's yeah. all about um being respectable and um ensuring ensuring that we are adorning <laughs> and making much of god but i think it will have it when we're looking at that it flows a bit more to the women just because of our, our makeup I, I, I believe okay so like that fall may in. have huh it's the fall of i think that will have practical impacts and I, and I think a lot of sisters as they become christians and become holier have seen like shifts right like some things you just used to wear it and then you're like oh wait sh- should i wear this like, i don't know if it accentuates this or if it makes much as that and so that is definitely something that for a sister will have a greater kind of impact of course men as well because i think sometimes men think that women aren't Sexual beings, but that's that's for another pod. Um, no, we'll touch that. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Sorry. <laughs> speak on it. Um, but yeah, I do think it will affect our clothing as we grow holier in God. What do you think?
0: Can yeah, you think? no, I'm 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 with it um, completely, um, and it kind of ties into other thought I was having around diversity. Should there be diversity? We'll touch that because I think that is more about people being different. Okay. Um, but I think on the point of sanctification affecting clothing choice. Um, I think one of the things I would want to see in a church as well mm-hmm. and I would expect to see in a church as well is that people their choice of clothing is very different mm-hmm. yeah um, and in a church if I came to a church environment for example um, where I saw someone I don't know what's what's Mary said flagrant at the start someone's wearing like a tube top <laughs> okay would that be would that come, come under flagrant yeah. I feel like it would yeah so. all right so someone's wearing a tube top um, and then I look around the other congregation and lots of people are dressed quite modestly, but there's maybe two or three people um, who are wearing it at two tops. I don't instantly think what's going on here that's wrong. Actually, I think one of the things that I'm, I'm learning to think is that actually might be the mark that the church is healthy. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think it might be the mark that the church is healthy is that a healthy church will comprise people who are mature in the faith. It will comprise people who are maturing in the faith. And it will comprise, not in the sense of its membership, but in the sense of those who gather, attendees who are coming, who aren't necessarily Christians, Mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. haven't made any profession of faith at all. And in that environment, the expectations around what a person wears, who isn't a member of the church, but is attending the service, um, cannot be enforced in the same way. Mm -hmm. So of course, if someone comes in naked, if you have like ushers,
2: ushers is definitely tackling just
0: them. Take them. Maybe <laughs> they even touch, or cover or them or them. <laughs> <laughs> Take them to the side and say something. But I think you would expect to see um, progressing levels of um, clothing choices. And then, if that person stays in that congregation for a long time, professes faith, I would expect how um, I use the woman in this case, but it needn't be a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sister Janine. um when she first came to like two years down the line how she's choosing to dress she still might have her own style but she will progressively as she develops in her walk with the lord Mm -hmm. have a progressive understanding of the fact that actually god is more concerned with the heart and i think one of the things i was meditating on as i wasn't preparing for this that's not true one thing i was meditating on because it just came up on my like twitter feed was in um first peter three where uh peter is giving instructions to wives who are like living with like just hard husbands Mm -hmm. um one of the things he does is he tries to focus them um and he says you know um think think of the hidden person of the heart like Mm -hmm. and i think what's so amazing in that verse is people are like around the world So many people like the bible is so like regressive and it's so like backwards Mm -hmm. and such a that's such a. I don't know that you can make a more uh, progressive statement where Peter is saying that actually women, you are a person. You're not just the body. Yeah. Um. And have a focus on that. And I think often our society is actually pushing us to believe that we're not, in particular with women, that you're not more than your bodies. You're not more than the exterior. That's your value. Yeah. Right. And Peter's there actually telling you, focus, on, like, focus on the hidden person of mm-hmm. the heart. There is something more there. Yeah. So we'd expect to see that in that progression of sanctification. But on that diversity aspect, should would you expect, expect there to be, you know, diversity of how people choose to, like, dress? Is that okay? Should we all be uniform, like, wearing the same type of things? Or should there be that kind of, like... Daniela likes to wear... What colour is this? <laughs> it's like a I'm
2: green... I'm wearing a lime green.
3: green lime jump
0: green jumper. Green. I'm not good with colours. Lime know. green. Yeah, lime green jumper. I was, jump green. Jump I was say lime. Maybe a bit paler. But it's okay. okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so
3: Fashionista. You chose the word. <laughs> well, do you expect to see that? Or is that... Yeah, I think um, a device... Uh, Device, diverse range of dress styles is nice to see in a church because it just reflects the idea that, you know, we're being saved from different walks of life, mm-hmm. um, different personality types, we have different interests, mm-hmm. um that God does not save he God saves you onto himself to to be made in the image of his son, but that doesn't necessarily look exactly the same. Obviously, in terms of character that looks a particular way, but yeah. in terms of physical yeah um dress that can look slightly different in different people. So yeah, I love to see that. Um yeah. I encourage it.
2: Yeah, I think it it reminds yeah. me as well that God saves all types of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I think for me it's always great even when I'm talking to someone and and it, it's it's not even clothing, but sometimes I might be talking to someone and be like, Oh, you're a poet. I know a poet and like or oh like you dress very casual or you like to dress this. I like, mm-hmm. I know someone that dresses like that. Like yeah, just yeah. reminding them that the gospel's for you. Mm-hmm. Um as opposed to coming to my Cultist church where we all dress the same and have the same opinions and have the same thoughts like we're diverse because god is diverse like god has made us to be Mm. like him and reflect his his image um yeah
0: i'm with it okay so churches um encourage diversity um in the way that people choose yeah
2: i I think Mm. something can even be a stumbling block as well like just the idea of like you need to wear a suit yeah One's if you can't afford a suit, like mm-hmm. let's, let's, like what one's if what well, shouldn't be part of God's people. Mm. Um, I think people should if if you want to wear a suit, wear it. Like generally, wear a suit and look, make sure it's nice, nice fit, everything. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to wear a suit. Like yes, I think or, I think.
0: Or if you want to, I don't know why you would want to, but if you like it baggy, you don't like a nice fit. Mary's no, no, okay no, no, with that nice as well. I, uh, I, oh, <laughs> poor tailored suits
2: really mess my day up, you know. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> they, yeah, I'm just like no, you shouldn't have done that. But okay, yeah. And I think it's even interesting to see your journey of like, because <laughs> you were speaking about sanctification and that did that link. The face front. <laughs> <laughs> that must link because you, you can almost exemplify what it means to be like your clothing to change as you yeah. grow. Yeah, um, and I think yeah, many I think many people will have similar things, and I think I could I couldn't really think of an example for a guy, but that's actually an example of I used to wear suits because I thought it was this, but as I've matured mm-hmm. in the Lord, I have realised that I'm free to wear a back and a black jumper, and also wear a suit if I want to, mm-hmm. and wear hoop earrings as well.
3: Got the range. I mentioned the hoop. <laughs> Mention the hoop. <laughs>
2: okay um
0: <laughs> seeing as uh mary and daniela have um decided to <laughs> focus this on kingsley i'm gonna bring it a bit outward. okay i focus on my gender okay a little bit and i'm gonna ask you guys um is it is it ever the place of a man to correct a woman about how she chooses to dress
2: is it his wife if it's not his wife i'd say no ever or, no or if it's an elder Okay. Okay, my I think my pastor can, but I just i why That's, why would you want to do that? I can see a lot of problems of how it
3: would be think communicated or how it could be um how it could be perceived.
0: But I can can you tell us some? Can you tell us some like yeah? Because I think this is one of the things that sometimes from a male perspective, um, guys aren't always aware of how these things are received. Mm-hmm. So how is that? How is that? How can it be wrongly received? How is it wrongly communicated?
3: It's it's very common for men to police women's bodies because oh speak on it sis <laughs> because you're um you wearing a particular outfit might stir up any form of emotions or stuff in in myself a man therefore what you're wearing is wrong and so and I know that's not that may not be the vantage point from which a brother might be um challenging a sister or correcting a sister on what she's wearing but. That's almost like the backdrop in which it's often been done. And so mm-hmm. people's backs are already up. Like mm-hmm. imagine a woman feeling quite um uncomfortable, uh feeling demonized by a guy approaching her because you almost feel like you've got Sinar written on your forehead. Yeah. You know, they have to ring the bell because she's <laughs> walking through. Shame, shame. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So um yeah, I think that's that's the that's the backdrop in with which it's You know, those things are usually communicated, so it's very easy for it to feel that way. Mm. But I can imagine, like, a brother simply wanting to look after his sister, saying, you know what, sis, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's, is it that you think this outfit in particular is just not beautifying the gospel, or is it that you feel like, oh, I can see your body shape, therefore, ah, you need to take, no, stop wearing that. And it's like, yeah, it becomes, I don't necessarily know if the latter is always grounds for a, a brother approaching a sister mm. because she uh, because she looks feminine because she you, you know her her shape is apparent and that means that this outfit is more immodest therefore I need to come and speak to you about it so I've kind of you know gone on a bit of a tangent but yeah I think no, I there's some issues I think those there might be some of the issues with
1: yeah
2: I think in my experience generally like correcting someone on modesty it's difficult. Yeah. it's usually difficult and mm-hmm. most people's it's a relationship as well exactly. So like, it's not every single sister. Mm, maybe much it, maybe not. But yeah, cuz uh, she love you. <laughs> There's not many <laughs> sisters that would go up to someone else and say, "Oh, what you're wearing is 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 crazy." Right. Um you you do want to ensure that they feel like you love them mm-hmm. and you have a relationship like you actually care for them in a way that is corrective as opposed to oh, yes, yeah, so get out of here. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I can only think of maybe three or four guys. And even that will be awkward. Just the idea of you yeah. telling me, like even brothers I love, like, oh, now Mary, you know what you're wearing. Like, I'll just, I think I'll just die, to be honest. Yeah. Um, talk less of like one guy just going to another girl and saying, mm. yeah, what you're wearing. I think in that instance, if there's no other way, I think they should just tell a sister and be like, oh, could you speak to her? Or if there's no, no one else is there, so if you, there's only two people in your church, then possibly go speak to her yeah. or speak to the elder and say that. But I just feel like, it's just. I think it's just too much, and I think a lot of sisters feel very uncomfortable. Right. Like, their whole church life, from as early as they've, oh. they've known, has been like cover up. Don't wear right, okay. this. Don't wear that. So like you very you're, humiliating experiences as well. Yeah, like you're thirteen, cover. fourteen. You walk in church. I haven't sat down. One someone's calling you and saying, "Oh, why did you wear this?" Duh. They just threw the blanket over your leg. <laughs> <laughs> just blasting. Get you. out of here. <laughs> Whatever. So you. So already that just broaching that topic can actually can be quite uncomfortable and that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. we shouldn't approach it Mm because we want to grow in God and want to be holy Mm -hmm. but it does mean that there should be some sort of caution when you're trying to have that conversation with someone of the opposite sex. Like, I already feel uncomfortable just walking in here and then someone's like, yeah, me, the object of like, my fear, what you're wearing is bad. Yeah. Mm. I feel like, it shouldn't be, if I spoke to someone and said, yeah, in the last year, man, I spoke to a bare sister, I'd be like, huh? shouldn't it be normative? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I shouldn't be normative. What do you know? Yeah, if I spoke to someone and they'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was, right. I blasted like, five or six girls, I'd be like, could you Blast not ask this? Can you tell the sister? Hmm. Or, like, tell the sister to tell her. Okay. Um, what do you think? <clears throat> have you ever, have, do you, have you ever actually corrected the sister? Oh, I have.
0: Okay. And, um, <laughs> I've also been corrected. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um Although I don't I think um, When I'm When I'm corrected I took one picture One time when I was wearing ripped jeans Oh okay And, they, and Everybody On my contacts list That I bah, 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 bah. God, Take that jean you know, <laughs> off Stupid Ripped um, jeans Wow okay Yeah yeah no. um Anyway Leaving that aside You yeah, know mm-hmm. I have um I think my thoughts on it, I'm still developing actually. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to think it through more deeply. Um one of the things in the past year, um, that has just been sort of on my mind and on my heart as I'm like reading through the scriptures, um, is how how I th- how comfortable I think women felt around Jesus. Um mm-hmm. and Jesus was a single man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think often in churches there is a sense where people feel like they can't have Almost they can't have like real relationships with a person of the opposite sex yeah. unless they're in a relationship, a romantic relationship with them. Um, and Jesus is a perfect example of yeah. how to have healthy, platonic, opposite sex relationships where he doesn't excuse sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he creates an atmosphere where that person of the opposite sex feels loved mm-hmm. um, and still recognizes his lordship. Um, and I think there's things that you can't necessarily replicate as a man there, because mm-hmm. Christ is God. But there's other aspects where you can replicate it. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm working through how you how you cultivate that, how that that sense of being able to be um, stand for truth and to be righteous. Mm-hmm. Um, this is broad, not just on modesty, mm-hmm. um, but also cultivate an attitude where people of the opposite sex feel loved, yeah. feel um, respected, valued, and cherished mm-hmm. outside of the context of them being someone who's rom- you're romantically interested yeah, in, that's fair. or vice versa. So I'm working through that in my head. Um, my concern, broadly speaking, is I wonder if I wonder if the church ought to be the one place in which um, we can be countercultural and have such relationships in the church to Mary touched on this, where not normative, mm-hmm. but a brother could and maybe he doesn't. He doesn't do it. Maybe he still goes for a woman, where, but could feel comfortable correcting a woman on modesty. Um I wonder if the I wonder if the one place where that should be able to be done should be the church. I'm not saying now men should be trying to do it, yeah. looking out to do it or trying to practice it and adding it to their sort of like list of things. Mm-hmm. But I I would hope I would hope that the church would be an environment where the relationships between men and women are such that when a man comes to a woman to speak about this issue, um, the woman should have confidence that this is a brother that loves me, cherishes me, values me, doesn't see me as a body, but sees me as a person, Mm -hmm. is firstly concerned with my walk with Jesus, Mm -hmm. as opposed to um, what kind of stumbling block I am to him or potentially to him. Um, and therefore has my good at heart and when he says these things he says them having prayed he says them having worked over in his head the right way to actually speak to Daniela or the way to speak to Mary which mm-hmm. would be different and unique mm-hmm. um but getting there is hard no it is hard. it's hard and I think at times I think it's why I think in most if not all cases it's sensible for that correction to come from someone who is in a marriage relationship with um or someone who exercises a particular type of um spiritual role in their life, so an elder um mm-hmm. but it 's hard i don't i don't know i'm i'm wor- yeah. I'm, I'm working through and it's was why well yeah. was interested to hear some of your sort of like thoughts on how like it's yeah. been done wrongly and unhelpfully yeah um yeah, do you and mary, you started laughing Have you had any examples of like
2: yeah I think I've seen guys it's i don't know I've, it's a bit of a shame actually because I feel like the topic of modesty sometimes can be like um trivialized mm-hmm. so that like, there's loads of jokes mm-hmm. um so like i've, I've overheard times when someone like, oh yeah she's dressing well you know how do it. you can't even say it and it's like bro like is this a sin like are we mm-hmm. is this is this is this actually sin then exactly, let's actually yeah. deal with mm-hmm. it appropriately um but no i i do think uh modesty does fall very closely to discipleship so mm-hmm. as we are discipling one another then there should possibly be room um to kind of encourage one another into holiness um, mm. but i just i think because women um objectification of, of women's bodies yeah. is so prevalent in the church especially and even in the wider mm. world that i think there is, should be some close consideration of that um great I, I can only think of like maybe three of i think to be honest, i a th- a guy could tell me it would just be awkward we'll get over it but mm. like <laughs> it would just be crazy but um great. but i think if you can it may be just prudent just to speak to a sister and say ah oh, could you talk to your friend about yeah. yeah, I yeah. And I have, I've seen examples where a guy has done that and it's been like, yeah, this guy thought like it was very, very sensible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was thinking just for her growth. Yeah. Um, and you really appreciate that, man. Like, cause yeah. most guys could literally just be like, you know, bare girls around me are modest, but I'm not going to say anything mm-hmm. and just close their eyes or just do their own thing. Um, So it's actually quite- Yeah, which isn't manly, which isn't courageous. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. So yeah. I've, I've seen guys really go the extra step to help for, because they love their sisters. So yeah.
0: Good points. I think there's a, there's definitely also a difference between um, pattern and one day. Yeah. Yeah,
2: That's, that's another thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing.
0: Sometimes, yeah. Like we can get it. Yeah. One day. Sometimes you can get it. Yeah. 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 Or you can like, you can wear something and this is man or woman. You can wear something and like, you're not aware of your angles. So you might like, (laughs) you (laughs) you you might come out and then like you twist a bit. And it's like, whoa. (laughs) I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah.
2: And and that's why I think grace is important When when we broach the subject. Because I feel like, especially well for women as well, like people can presume. Yeah, there's slits but everywhere. You came you came out here <laughs> to trip everybody up. Like you're going on ASL. She did the video. You're like, mm, it look anywhere and you're like, where oh, the slit? Where did this slit come from? <laughs> and tell me know. You got to wear the jumper all, all day. Um, and I think there sh- there is like people should think about that, like mm. being gracious, thinking the best of their sister. Like, yeah. Mm. Some people have even picked up their Bible. Can I speak to you, please? Oh, word. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, scared to come in church. And I think that yeah. for a lot of sisters feel very, very uncomfortable around the yeah. topic of modesty. I do think we should yeah. still speak about it because I feel like some people just be like, nah, like modesty comes up and people start like rolling their eyes. But
3: it should absolutely.
2: be- Absolutely, absolutely.
0: How, um, and this is off the cuff and so I apologize if it's not particularly formalized, but it's kind of jumping off what you guys have said. How can men in the church um affirm a positive- uh, body image for women because I think some of the things you've suggested <clears throat> about the ways in which people have tried to police modesty and the word of policing is important here mm-hmm. has been quite forceful has been ca- kind of like to the, to the point where um, I, I imagine some women might have feel uncomfortable even showing their body in, in any in any respect mm-hmm. um, and is there is so is there a way that men can sort of practice um, affirming positive body images in women Whilst also making sure to prioritise the personhood of women over their outward body, how how does that look? How would that look to you,
3: Kayla, What do you think? I honestly don't know. To be honest with you, um, could you give me an example of what you had in mind when you asked the question?
0: Honestly, I'm I'm sitting here as a learner. I'm asking yeah. to yeah to find out
3: a feminine positive body image. Mm. Um this might not be exactly might not exactly speak to the question but I think a conversation I had with some brothers not too long ago um was centered on like complimenting sisters when they looked good but not in a sense where it sounded like predatory or like kind of news <laughs> to anyone mm-hmm. just like it's a regular oh oh this is a really lovely dress or oh, you look nice today mm-hmm. um and very low stakes but mm. um it's it, again it's in a small way it just recognises that I do see that you are a woman. Mm-hmm. I recognise right. that and it's not threatening. Right. Mm-hmm. Um so that anytime a time phys- a woman's physical appearance is addressed, it's always in the like you're reprimanding or it's something to be feared because, mm. you know, her showing her body's quite threatening. I don't mean to say that it's always appropriate, but um yeah, I think just regularly affirming women's beauty and yeah, in a way that's not, yeah, in a way that's not, like, predatory or threat, or in a way that shows you're threatened, because even as we're having this conversation, I was thinking that the reason why I would to such a difficult conversation is because, um, generally speaking, I feel like there is a lot, we have a lot of learning to do in the area of understanding, um, women as sexual beings, and in a way as well, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't tie their, doesn't tie their femininity simply to, or that recognizes that their feminine part of their femininity is also the fact that they do look very different from men. They do, they do look, they do wear things that, like, accentuates the fact that they're women and that they look different from and their body shapes are different from men. And that's not always a bad thing. Of course, you don't want to do it in a way that um, is distracting or, um, yeah, or that takes away from. The beauty of their their heart, their character, but uh-huh. but I think that seems to be quite a, a fearful thing. A woman's body is visible in a dress she's wearing. That must be bad. And I think there is still a lot of learning to do to to be done mm. in the church where we affirm women as we affirm the se- their sexuality in a way that's not sinful. Uh-huh. And I think we are still trying to flesh out what it means for a woman to be a sex to be a sexual being in a way that isn't sinful. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I think in small ways, men can do things like, oh, sister, so-and-so. Oh, this is a really lovely dress. Well, you look really beautiful today or something. Obviously not as strong as that <laughs> before, before um, gossip starts. But yeah, like, I don't know. That's that's what came to mind anyway. Yeah. But I'm, right, cool. I'm still trying to flesh out my answers to the question.
2: Yeah. I think I would agree with Daniela. I think um, just, yeah, fir- affirming her femininity um, and knowing that is more than her physical appearance. Exactly. Yeah. Um okay. Also wanting to like engage Good. her mind, mm-hmm. engage. Like, so what do you, th- so like, I'm always really encouraged when like guys are like, what do you think about that? Like, I mm-hmm. genuinely want to know, and like are encouraging you and listening mm-hmm. to you and affirming you and right. wanting to build you up, very protective of, of you, um, mm-hmm. not physically, but more in like ensuring that no one's mistreating you or speaking mm-hmm. down to you. Um, Cause that to me shows that, you know, I'm a woman. Not just because of my gender, and not, you know I'm a woman, um, because of how I look, but also because you want to build me up as a co-heir in Christ, um, right, yeah, and I, that's how I'm like, yeah, man, I've got some good brothers because mm. I think they do both, they like do they're that, aware of yeah. the fact that I'm a weaker vessel, but also the fact that i'm um just I'm sharing the same salvation they have yeah. in Christ, mm. um, and because of that, they want to build me up, um, yeah, good words what do you think what what do you try to
0: do anyway, um? it's <laughs> not no no, no <laughs> not, not, not really um I think I think I tried to do the the compliment um no you
3: do actually Kings, you're quite good at I think so
2: as well, actually
0: mm. I appreciate that that wasn't I have not paid for that <laughs> <You should laughs> I was thinking, I was like yeah you do, you do. um no i do <laughs> I do try to do that, um but in particular because um I think that we ought not to see uh the recognition of a display of beauty. As intimately tied, yeah, to kind of some romantic, romantic thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, when when a when a person says to another person, "Oh, you're intelligent," or oh, "That was a smart thing that you said," like no one goes, "Oh, they're <laughs> love." <laughs> oh, he's <lying> to me. <laughs> he's just like yes. he said, "I'm smart." <laughs> <laughs> no one does that. No one does that. And it's true, some people you know? do. Oh, so so smart. So not many, nah, not I'm many people do that. Or nah. when if if someone does do that, you're kind of like, okay, sure. like relax, yeah. <laughs> and I think in, I think in the same way, it should be okay to go like. Again, not regularity matters. Yeah, you do yeah. it all the time. Every Sunday, so cool be down. Like, okay, <laughs> mar- I'm like, marry me then. I'm hard. You're marry me then. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a little, oh, I, 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 I like that. Yeah, I like that dress on me. that fit is good. Um, when I say fit, I mean that. That
2: fit. <laughs> <laughs> that fit. You <that> <laughs> came dangerous.
0: That fit. That, that fit
2: is good. <laughs> fit but you know, I
0: admit that in the way that you say it to guys as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not the, I do that to guys. But I'm like, I yeah, see you. Yeah. Like, I see you. Exactly. Okay, King. A well placed, a well placed, yeah. Compliment what you don't accent. call your brothers kings? I don't Relax. call my
2: brothers kings. Okay, okay then. Always. <laughs> you don't big, big up big, black men. Okay, cool. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay.
0: Um, and also on the point, I think just um, trying to recognise that um, women have an important role to play in the church. Yeah. Um, with their minds. Yeah. How they think through things? The perspective that they come from. Um, I was just, I was so enamored by a vision of the body that was presented at a church retreat I went to when the person who was ministering just said something to the effect of um, every single member of the body of Christ in a local assembly has value and is mm-hmm. important for that body to be healthy. Mm-hmm. We need all the gifts that God gives in that particular place. Yeah, And if you have an atmosphere in a local, local church where, um, as Mary mentioned, women are either spoken down to or... Um, Seen as lesser intellectually mm. um you're missing out on the fact that god has given them gifts to minister to the church you're not going yeah. to get that value mm-hmm. um and the church therefore is going to not going to be as strong as god would want it to be so mm-hmm. recognizing that and affirming that um and therefore so affirming those displays of femininity so there's a way that i think women are good for hospitality and community in the church that i just don't think guys we don't think like that you know like just, I don't even really think like that. There's a ways in which women approach certain theological topics and you just think, I hadn't come from that perspective. I hadn't understood that. And I think that, that's bound up in understanding the uniqueness of women in particular to men. Um, I'm wondering, so we're in a room, um, room isn't particularly great. Um, so I'm not sure why I did that as the intro, <laughs> but um, you spoke <laughs> a little bit about both of you and sort of your upbringing you mentioned things. Um, you're both in your twenties. Yeah. Mm. Um, you're both black women. Mm-hmm. Beautiful um, women. You're both queens. Be- you're both <laughs> queen. You're both beautiful black women queens. Yes, and, and um I'm wondering, as you've sort of navigating your twenties, um, have your bodies changed a lot? Have they? Have you experienced what they call this like second puberty? And does that make the, the practicing of modesty uh, more of a challenge?
2: What do you think, model Daniela? Has got that. followers?
3: Stop that! I don't know what you're talking like. Um Absolutely, feel like I've experienced a second puberty, where your body doesn't always. Um, you just wake up one day like, oh wow, I didn't know I looked like that. <laughs> no, literally, like, you yeah, have a vision of what I look like, what my body is like, and then sometimes that's different to what mm-hmm. I actually see in the mirror, and I'm wearing things thinking it fits me this way when it doesn't, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's you're constantly just feeling like you're having to figure out your body, or you're one step behind, and She's tricking you and yeah, like um, it does present some challenges um, as far as modesty is concerned because in addition to that, you're just trying to figure out your style, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. figure out what works, what flatters you and you're, you make mistakes. You don't get it right. Sometimes mm-hmm. that day you don't get it right. Somebody's going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's going to let you know. and You're here thinking, oh, right, when I put it on in the morning, when I wore it last week. Mm. It was fine, but now at this point in my cycle and now, my, you know, the water retention I started, yeah. you know, things are looking a bit more fuller than they were before. And so mm-hmm. this is fitting me in a different way. And yeah, it's, it can, it can be quite frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to be gracious with yourself in that situation, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, be like, you know, God gave me this body, so... <laughs> y'all gonna work with it, you know? But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's can
2: be challenging. I think there's also like the pressure of just being fashionable as well. Oh yeah. Um, so like, yeah, like you want to look good. Um, I right. don't think there's anything wrong with looking good as yeah. well. Like wanting to, to, to look, you know, look beautiful. Um, and I think of course women in our 20s, um, being inspired or being like influenced by how people dress externally to us or we're going out, we're seeing all that girls, mm. she wore that nice little dress that looks nice with that coat. Oh, I want to be cool. Mm. Like mm. the idea of someone saying, oh, you look nice. Like, you like, oh, that's cool. Um, and I think there is that pressure as well of, of wanting to dress in a way that's nice, but then you're, are you being immodest? Um, mm. And I, I think even me at times, like going to a wedding or going out for dinner or going out with your friends, yeah. like mm. the pressure to look nice and then that might actually Force you to, or oh, cause you to wear something that's actually modest. So Absolutely, I, and I think there is that there is that pressure that I feel right. at times, um, and that's what you can miss the mark as well. That like you could go to a wedding, but like, oh no, I really want to look nice today. Do your makeup, do your hair, everything, mm. get there, like, and then someone's sister's like,
1: yeah, and I am like, no, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and yeah, and I think you will always struggle. But I think when people start having kids, or you know, after a while, man, you, you don't really you just whatever in your cover, you just wear it. But I think twenties, <laughs> you are still trying to mm. still trying to get the fo- following on Instagram, in it, the likes, then yeah. I the, don't know what the WhatsApp is story messages. I don't know. What no. <laughs> okay. Cool. Can Maybe. I
3: just say I want to share a little story. So share, sister. Ooh, story time. So I've just recently um, come back from Nigeria. Oh yeah. Hold down. Um, big up the man there. <laughs> um, coming back soon. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, like they have obviously not trying to entertain like a, a particular culture that could be sinful. Mm-hmm. But you go out to bars and events. There's a lot of big party culture there, and I'm. Um, I'm one of those Christians that believe that we can use our liberty to go to some parties. Christian liberty. You know, within reason. Yeah. And, you know, it's hot. It's very hot. It's very hot in the parties. Hot outside's hot in the party. You do want to... And when I was preparing for the trip, I was thinking I need to buy, like, things that are fashionable. Because not you go to Nigeria? The babes are really decking up. <laughs> They're really wearing sweet things. I would say that. I think the girls out there dress up They're very... Well. Like, there's a very big dress-up culture there. And you too, you, you want to wear things that are appropriate for these like events but then there's also that battle of I don't want to, it's not now that I'm doing international things that I'm not going to be dressing in modestly, things I wouldn't dream of wearing back mm-hmm. home where right. I, my church family is there and stuff and so you do face that kind of battle of like Mary said, wanting to wear things but also feeling I want to be fashionable but what's out there isn't necessarily appropriate for yeah. me as a Christian woman. Um, and so yeah, you you either end up missing the mark, or or you end up like just feeling like oh I'm not I don't feel fashionable I don't feel particularly yeah. nice and yeah. girly and dressed up and yeah that that can be quite frustrating and I think as well like the nature of fashion the fashion industry here what is affordable and available to us oftentimes can be or what's on trend oftentimes can be immodest like, yeah. I think, yeah, in because, most cases as well. Yeah, fallen world, fallen culture, um, and so yeah, you don't you don't often feel like you have a lot of things to choose from, especially when you are a woman who might have a curvier figure, um, where on the model who's a size six eight, mm. just, oh, it's 11, just a cute top, and five eleven, and five eleven, <laughs> just a cute top. You know, it's nothing. Nothing is falling out. Nothing is you know you know looking too, you know voluptuous. Then you put it on your five five six self. <laughs> Size twelve, and then things are looking different. You're like, oh, damn it, it's <laughs> happening again. That's so dumb. I was like, damn it, it's <laughs> happening
0: again.
3: <laughs> and you're trapped. Yeah. You, I mean, it's it's so frustrating. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I think, even, and the world as well. And I think that's why I think as Christians we always have to be countercultural in terms right. of we're not like the world because mm-hmm. um, the world, like, even when you there's even on Instagram, for example, you might follow like the cool, fashionable babes, oh. um, and yeah, some things are just it's it's to put all the focus on them so the idea of like i want to be revealing so that people can see me and be like yeah you know, you've worked out or you've toned, or you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Mm. And we will feel that same pressure as well to, mm. to dress like them, to, to receive almost the same kind of affirmation or adoration. But mm. as a believer, we know that we want to put on Christ. So we want him to get the glory. So it's, it's, and it is that that battle that you constantly face. Like even you go out with your friends who are not Christians and they're just doing everything, mm. every outfit, mm-hmm. they're banging whatever, a little high. And it's like, I can't dress like that because mm. I want to make much of Christ. Um, mm. and, that, and I think, yeah, there's some outfits for some women that you can never wear like just take that L like wear at home yeah. in front of your mirror then and go to sleep but like you can't like there's just gonna be some L you've got to take but it's 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 a win with Christ man
0: mm. it's a win with Christ yeah facts <laughs> I like that um I've got maybe a couple more okay um questions
2: have you seen the pressures that question like you talked about like you know, getting in 20s have you seen, have you seen that
0: from the male perspective mm. or from you can women? do
2: both actually from the male perspective because I, f- I think fashion for guys is also i know like gym is, big, gym is a big gym is a big thing now and i think some clothes fit well with slender yeah. guys and so i know guys are trying to their drip needs to be good as well right mm. also yeah. um it might not be could be trainers as well like blitz yagas and i'm not cool man but the, <laughs> things, that, <laughs> the things that people wear and wanting to conform and then that being faced with not being too showy and being Um, modest as well
0: I don't know if I'm the the guy who's going to give the perspective of the majority of guys in this because I I don't feel any pressure to present myself in a particular way with my guy friends Mm. and it's not because my guy friends are particularly like really like really (laughs) amazingly gracious people like they're normal people who are Mm. some of whom are Christian some of whom are not but just how i want to dress okay. um and as long as i know that the lord is pleased with it and i actually like how i look okay mm. i'm i'm fine with that mm. um so I have, some, I have some friends who i see their trainers and i can't tell you what they are <laughs> and i have other friends who have the mcqueens they've got the Balenciaga, they have got the chanel runners they got it all mm. um and i think just anchoring myself in that sense of like that's okay mm-hmm. like it's not wrong that he has that mm. and it's not better that he has Unidentified training, like, yeah, they're all cool. It's I can't fine. Call them unidentified. So <laughs> it's just, just not, yeah, like it's not them. can't identify them. Yeah. So be, yeah, be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Be yourself um, in a way that brings God glory, um, and you're comfortable with. Um, do you feel pressure? Do I feel pressure? I just, I, I, I don't feel that kind of pressure, you know. Okay. There was once a point where I felt economic pressure. Okay. I uh, keep a box. I, I, pfft, I volunteered for a year after uni, <laughs> and I earned a hundred pound a week. Wow Yeah 100 pound a week for Rags a year Rags to riches You made it Well <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway um, So I felt I felt economic $100 pressure 100 pound a week for a year Yeah Trigger. I free travel But And okay. I had I had school dinners For lunch <laughs> So free lunch that's But it was, quite, tight. That's, it was yeah, tight That's still tight though Yeah, yeah. And my, my, my boys were like On grad schemes And them things mm-hmm. there And the money were Drip rolling too hard and, Yeah so, <laughs> so I think I felt economic pressure Yeah Um but I haven't, I haven't felt like the pressure on clothing. I think mm-hmm. on the pressure on, the pressure, have I seen from like, like female friends mm-hmm. um, that sense of pressure? I think sometimes I have. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, I sometimes I have. And there's, I think there's points in which where like it's understandable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like I understand the pressure. So there's moments where, for example, you know, um, as a guy, you know, that guys can be particularly visual, mm-hmm. and particularly, yeah, yeah. And if Sister X is not drippy, she might not get any like romantic advances. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my um, story, Daniela. Yeah, um, I'm not drippy. I don't. But I don't mean. I don't mean 21. like she has to have like the latest clothes. But I mean like she dresses in a particular way that's like she knows how to like work okay a she's not she's not like she's not frumpy like she's not like mm. do you get what i mean mm. um and i understand that sense of like that pressure that um, people who in particular when you're not in the position of being the person who ordinarily goes forth and says hey kind of thing mm-hmm. um can have to want to present themselves in a way that is um attractive yeah and to be attractive is not a sin to be attractive is, mm-hmm. yeah it's it's fine yeah um so i can understand that pressure and i think there's moments where people can get it right and get it wrong yeah. as they're working through the other things as well mm-hmm. um so i think I, yeah so I, I do think that's the challenge i didn't know your body changing man i talk to my sister about this all the time um and she was like one of the women i had in my mind when i was saying that like, i've corrected someone before mm-hmm. um but there's times when they're just like yeah like she's just trying to dress but Mm -hmm. her body's changing so much um and yeah she wore the same dress she wore four weeks ago and it's just different now Mm -hmm. um so I I, i see the pressures and i think what's particularly important for men then in those circumstances um to do is to be men who are increasingly being conformed to a biblical vision of beauty um, and are therefore affirming it when they see it. Mm, um, that's a good one. Because if if Christian women are aware, more aware that men understand what God values, it becomes easier to value that. Vice versa as men. If men are like, they, they find that uh, Christian women are valuing what God values in Christian men, it's easier to do it. You feel more encouraged to do it. Um, so i think we need to do that and be affirming that when when it when it happens and when we see it so if we see someone who has like a serene spirit mm-hmm. right thinking of again first but if we see yeah. someone as a serene spirit affirm that you know where you can like again don't be creepy and every week be like, Sister, you know you're so serene serene serene. like that's okay but, serene, like, Serena. <laughs>
2: but,
0: but affirm that right so that you're also helping her to always be reorientating her view of what matters most and what's beautiful yeah. in God's sight. And the same way that women do that with men as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that those are the ways that we can like support that. Um, and also just I, I can't pattern if someone's like makes a mistake, love covers over a multitude mm-hmm. of sin. Like yeah. so so many times someone might misspeak or like they might do something and you're willing to just go, oh, no, it's a mistake. It's, like, yeah. you, you do that so quickly. And since the ex has a flawless record and then one day it just doesn't work out, are you ready to? <laughs> bah, bah. It's, so, like, it's okay. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing, and this ties into my question I want to ask you guys. But the other thing I think as well is um, with the emphasis in churches, I think historically come from some of the backgrounds the church that we've come from. And Being on modesty, on like, just focusing on the outward. Yeah. um, And focusing so much on women. Mm -hmm. It's so easy for men to think that there's not a role to play in them being modest. Mm -hmm. Um, That it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all whether are they actually being modest. That question maybe doesn't enter into male minds. Mm -hmm. Um, And annexed to that is also, yeah, is also this sense of, um, and Daniela touched on this earlier, but is the issue actually that the woman is a modest or is it that there's corruption coming from your heart that's undealt with? Okay. Um, and so like, if a woman is beautiful, she's beautiful, but that doesn't mean you should lust. Like Jesus could see a beautiful woman and he wouldn't lust mm-hmm. because there wasn't corruption from inside of it. mm mm-hmm. Um and that's irrespective of whether she was modest or not modest. And I think in times when a man might find himself struggling with lust, for example, yeah. they can be so easy to think, problems there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Adam when God was coming to prob it's the woman you gave me, mm-hmm. rather than going, I disobeyed. Mm-hmm. Um and so I we should have that inward sense of actually going, um, is this genuinely a thing that's an issue for the woman? Is this something that I think actually is affecting her walk with Jesus? Mm-hmm. Um, or is it actually, man, Lord, this is where my heart is right now and mm. it's bad and Lord help me to repent. Um and having that internal discussion. So and that's the first question I raise. Do you think do you think do you think men talk about modesty? Do you think do do men do men get modesty right? Um You you touched on earlier, Mary, you said um that women are also sexual beings mm-hmm. and that they can be affected by the ways in which men present themselves. Yeah. How how are we doing it wrong like how are we being unhelpful to our our sisters in the church with how we choose to present ourselves
2: it's not everyday post your gym sessions bro oh, send that to your men i just i don't get, like, them, i just think it's sister crazy Mary. what some of these guys do i'm so done like bro you're topless though know? like you're a brother cover up like i just feel like it's because i think if a sister did it Instagram will shut the thing down because you probably reported <laughs> it like 80 times. But I just feel like, yo, like just being mindful and I think, of course, you might not even, you might not be aware of that. Right. And, but once you are aware of it, maybe do be extra kind of wary about yeah. showing that. And I think guys forget themselves quite quickly mm. um, because of course, as as I mentioned before, so the, the emphasis is for itself. women. So guys almost think I'm there's knowledge. nothing for me. Um, mm. I think it also flows in other ways of almost being hum- humble, being teachable as well. Right. Um, so when I'm thinking of like, modesty almost like not being self-centered not being showy mm. but really displaying christ um i think there's other ways that will flow in like the, the the lower levels so to speak um but yeah I, i've yeah like some guys is like bro like that shirt is tight you know i can really see you went to the gym this week like mm. maybe just a, a one size up please <laughs> <laughs> what do you think <laughs> and i think that 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 comes because um, men don't always hear the conversation that women struggle with lust as well okay. so like lust is very masculine only oh, men to struggle with that um whereas actually women do as well um, yeah so if men were aware of that then maybe they'll be a bit more um mindful of what they wear
0: right
3: yeah just I'm um, leading off what Mary was saying um and going back to my earlier point that if we're starting to have more um conversations around sexuality that's not framed from the vantage point of um or not framed from the male experience. And like, so lust being, again, being spoken of as a male's, a men's issue, or um, modesty being, the conversation about modesty usually being reactive, um, that a woman, how a woman lives her life in regard to, that can make a man feel a bit better when he, with his struggle um, with lust. I think Mm -hmm. that can kind of revolutionize um, our attitudes to modesty and, it could present a challenge to some men who wouldn't usually like look at their clothing choices and not even just their clothing choices, their actions as well. And how can that can also be considered immodest? Um, luckily, not so much of an issue ru- in my church. Sorry
0: to interrupt you. Yeah. Can you run me for an action Might be that might be
3: immodest?
2: Um,
0: an action by a guy? Yeah. yeah.
3: So even like how a guy might greet, hug, or even speak to you in a way that can—it's not its not sensitive to inciting emotions or okay. such yeah. in the opposite sex. Um, so not to go to the other extreme where you like you you don't compliment your sister or you don't you don't embrace her with any sort of warmth or tenderness. But again, behave not behaving in such a way that you're not being mindful of how your actions could be construed. I know it's it's difficult to kind of strike a happy medium, but I just think that should be, there's some considerations there. Cause I have been in situations where I don't think a guy is being, um, who, they're kind of playing off the fact that they have some sort of attractiveness, sexual prowess, and they're not sensitive to how their actions might be construed um, by other women. So I think that could be considered immodest as well.
0: Mm. So there's a, a spectrum where yeah. I think what you're suggesting is, on one on one end of the spectrum, um, there is uh, paranoia where a guy can't even like he feels like he can't even say hello to a woman
3: mm-hmm. before she starts imagining him with three kids <laughs> with a dog. Yeah,
0: um, mm, is there room for that? Um, and then on the, on the and then on the left hand <laughs> side, episode, bro. <laughs> on the left hand side, there's. Promiscuity, where mm-hmm. a guy is suggested with his language, mm-hmm. and even if he might say the right thing, you might say, Oh, Daniela, you look the good. Way communicated the way he's communicating, the way he slurs the word, and the yeah. way the look he gives, and the way Yeah, we get, and then there's the middle, which is in line with, I think, how Paul commends relationships to be in the church, where he says um to treat the sisters with all purity. Yeah. And so mm. we have. Paranoia. We have promiscuity, and we want to be aiming for purity, which is oh, see the
2: peas. This guy's gifted, you know. Um, <laughs>
0: okay, Pista, so wow. as, as we're sort of closing up okay. now. Sorry, what ways do you think men can be modest? What ways? What ways do I think men can be modest? I think because I think one of the things about um, I know we're talking specifically about clothing, yeah, but I think one of the ways we can be modest. Um, and I know some people are like really postmodern, so they're going to go, well, you didn't even define modesty in this whole discussion. That's true. And we're not really going to do it. But, f- but for like a working off the top of my head definition, um, it's not going to be perfect, we'll have its flaws, but we could say we could frame modesty um, as a propensity of the heart to prize um, what God prizes and to try to display that in the way one presents themselves in all of life. Um, as opposed to wanting to have the world prize that person themselves. Mm. Um, so it's the, it's the other centeredness. A, a modest person isn't someone who's self-deprecating and doesn't think that they're, they're not attracted or whatever, but it's that they recognize that, you shouldn't be looking at me because Jesus is just so much more glorious. Look at him. They have mm-hmm. that kind of like bent in all of their lives, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the ways that men can be um, uh, immodest is how they, um, I mean, obviously the gym thing, um, yeah, I think, um, I think clothing choices, um, and I know you mentioned the tight, um, but I also think um, I say this carefully, that there are choices of trousers that men wear that are unhelpful. A hundred percent. And I think I took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think we need to be aware of that more than we are. Yeah. Um, it's fine if you're with your boys, but yeah be aware when you're in a mixed multitude um and also then the other thing is just other aspects of if, if modesty is more than just clothing and yeah. it's broader than that it can be so gross to hear how someone talks about the excess things that the lord has given them yeah so if, if you just the way you talk about you have how you have money or the way you talk about how you have so much opportunity in this area and so on mm-hmm. so if you're just talking about it in a way that someone who is objectively looking at a conversation can only go Wow, this person really wants me to think about them. You're yeah. probably in you're in a dangerous zone. Yeah. Um, and you can talk about those things well. You just, how, how you talk about them, right? So on the money aspect, the Lord has given me this. You know, it's the Lord who gives us strength to create wealth. And that yeah. recognition then ties into that sense of... Um, therefore i have to give an account to the lord so the more you have the more i have to give account for yeah. that's not something that you should be like going yo drift <laughs> it's actually it's a sober reality yeah so you can talk about these similar things same things, just the way you talk about them i think has to be one way you're trying to yeah prize what god values and try to divert attention towards god mm. um as opposed to trying to bring attention towards self um does anyone have any concluding words that they want to offer to people who are thinking through modesty, who are challenged? They might be challenged by this episode. Um, if you just have that, like one minute to just encourage sister ex or brother B,
2: Danny, Dan, what are you saying? How you encourage what what We
0: telling them.
3: Um, I think a principle modesty, is something that I've personally had my struggles with in my during my Christian walk, and I think a principle that I'm allowing to guide um my choices of clothing or you know any any area pertains to modesty is just um yeah does this beautify the gospel does this point to or does it does it take away from the message of the gospel um as well as another thing that I think is encouraging to, to I, I tell myself is that you having a bad day is not condemning Mm-hmm. Um, because you can almost condemn yourself or feel like you're being condemned when you wear something that has raised eyebrows regardless of whether it's your intention or not and yeah, you're not condemned by your poor or inappropriate outfit choices, it's just an opportunity to learn and grow from that. So yeah, and just be more gracious to your body. Mm-hmm. Sometimes can be the biggest op, but yeah, be more gracious to body.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. Yeah. When I think of modesty, I think of um. Yeah. Like the verses, like not to us, not to us, but to your name be the glory. So Mm. ensuring that we make much of Christ. So Mm. in all that we do, clothing or conversation, that we would make much of Christ. So as long as we're encouraged um to to see the need to always focus on Christ um as he is glorious um and and let that flow through our clothing and in our relationship with one another as well so season with salt gracious loving in a way that builds up um, yeah
0: sweet thank you ladies um, guys uh, get involved in the conversation let us know your thoughts like share subscribe um, use the hashtags and we'd love to hear from you
2: done bye